Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! It's that time of year again. Draft season, best time of year. Welcome into the Patriots podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Lou, Christmas in April. Let's go. <laughs> love it. Love it. Let's Someone's dance. Fired up. Absolutely. I know it's it's weird to think that the one maybe my favorite part of the NFL season happens in April. Yeah. Who knew? I mean, it's like you're going shopping, you know, for, for players. <laughs> That's what it is, really. I mean, it's great. You are, yeah, yeah. It's the... This is how you build a team, too. The way the way we got it right now, 12 of our top 14 paid, highest paid players on the Patriots roster were not drafted. And that, I'm including Jonathan Jones and David Andrews, who were yeah. undrafted. But, I mean, still, you have to factor that in. We didn't draft those guys. Yeah, but you're going to get a pool of seven new players on your favorite team. Plus, you get to watch the transition from some of your favorite college football players moving into the NFL, seeing how they're going to project, and then basically butting heads with everybody in the media about who's going to be good, who's not going to be good, and it's just so much fun. So uh, we have a <clears throat> draft extravaganza planned for, for this episode. Um, Graphic extravaganza, I like that. Can't, can't even say it. For <laughs> can't sure. even say it. We're so excited. <laughs> draft extravaganza. <clears throat> Absolutely. So just right off the bat, this 2022 uh, NFL draft, not the highest talent level. Ryan, you've been digging into this. What are your overall impressions of this draft class? I think that a lot, when you start off with the board, you're looking at what, like Aiden Hutchinson, some of these guys that in years past, they wouldn't go ahead of like a, a Joey Bosa or like a high-end top talent, or they have um, good production, but not great athleticism or vice versa, great athleticism, mm-hmm. not a lot of production. Um I see a lot of guys out of Georgia. I think that different position groups are loaded. And then there's other position groups where, like, tight end, for example, is just like, you know, it's it's pretty bad. And then you're seeing a lot of older guys because of the, the COVID season that you're starting to see, like, 24, 25-year-old guys in the draft now. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of older guys. So I think that really puts a premium on some of these younger kids like Drake London and, you know, uh, Kyer Elam, these guys that are that are 20. You know, coming out. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, no doubt. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, the the conversation around this draft has definitely been centered on: Are there quarterbacks? Are there not quarterbacks? It doesn't it's seem like, like it. It seems pretty. I mean, does anybody really believe that there are multiple franchise quarterbacks in this draft? I don't think so. No, it doesn't look like it. But the best part about it is these years. It's like you know, there's been in years past where there wasn't the elite talent at quarterback, but people always go for him. So I, this type of draft, I feel like, is the one where you're just waiting for the first domino to fall. Like, who's going to overdraft a quarterback first too early? And then there might be a fury of quarterbacks. And that that's usually what happens. What was that year with, like, Jake Locker? Whoever the hell else was in that one? That was, like, the worst quarterback draft of all time. There weren't a lot of talented guys, but someone, you know, and they weren't projected to go high or early, and then, boom, they started falling. And they all sucked. Christian Ponder. Christian, Ponder, that was his name. Yeah, who else was in that? There was like four guys. Blaine Gabbert. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert was there. Yeah, that's the thing about quarterback. I mean, even if the guy's not rated as like you would normally pick him number one, like he's like an Andrew Luck or um, a Trevor Lawrence, those guys aren't there. I think you're. Yeah. But what you do is you you end up paying the Mac Jones price, you know, where he was probably should have been a second round pick, but the premium on quarterback. I mean, if you need a quarterback. If your quarterback is Sam Donald or, you know, one of these bums, then 
You don't want to miss out on that guy. You know, it's your franchise quarterback, someone you need to build around. I don't think there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft. Um, I'm probably the highest on Matt Corral out of everybody I've seen. But Malik Willis has that high upside. I'm not sold on Kenny Pickett at all. And I just don't really like him. That fake slide (laughs) put me off. (laughs) You can't fake slide, dude. I mean, there's got to be a rule for that. And I guess he's got tiny hands, so... You know, tiny hands is a tough one. Everyone yeah. talking about the tiny hands. They're like really tiny hands too. Not so really funny. like average. Historically, like, tiny hands for quarterback. For quarterbacks, yeah. very small. Doesn't work out well for tiny hands. It's just like corner cornerback. If you don't have long arms, like uh, tiny hands, pick it. Yeah, Trent McDuffie has short arms. I mean, when you look at some of these people with with those measurables, and you look at the track record of people who have done well with those measurables, it's the list is super short. So. You got to take that into account. Yeah, tiny hands and short arms. You can't play quarterback, kid. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> That's what they tell you. Sometimes it's all it takes. Uh, one of the other things about this draft, and I think it it just speaks to more of the way the NFL is operating right now, is you saw Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams both get traded, both get huge contracts. So it's like there are two sides of the coin. But the teams that traded those number one wide receivers away are probably thinking. The success of these rookie wide receivers coming into the NFL has mm-hmm. been hitting at such a high percentage, absolutely that they can they feel like they can bank on filling in a good chunk of that production with a yep. a, a wide receiver on a rookie pay scale and not right. having to expend twenty five million dollars a year for that number one wideout. You could spend two second round picks over a four year period, and you might be able to replace that. Granted, unless it's not the, the same Patriots. unless you're the Patriots. <clears throat> It's a good group this year, too. I think there's 20. It's deep, dude. Yeah, it's about 20 20 good receivers, maybe 25 um, guys that I would actually consider picking. Um, Later rounds, you got guys like uh, Gray and uh, Highlight and then some of these other guys that um, you can get a a good price on Kyle Phillips. Great great little slot receiver for uh, UCLA. You can wait. but And again, like top-heavy, this isn't the year where – you know, you have Jamar Chase or someone like that coming out where there's a lock number one. I think my number one this year is uh, Garrett Wilson. Jamison Williams would have been that guy, I think. But the ACL tear in the in the national championship really hurt his stock. But, you know, he'll still probably get p- picked in like the first 20 picks, 21 picks. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. Definitely a pretty deep group. It seems like there's a lot of guys, uh, you know, good football players anyways. Um, and like you are saying there, Granny, Pad the last two three years, we've seen a dozen guys at least come out of the draft that are really good, solid starters, if not superstars. So, yeah, from a Patriots standpoint, personally, I'm hoping we take a couple swings late, gather a couple guys. I mean, maybe we go early, but I, don't, I feel like it's not as much of a need now. But you do need some younger, upcoming talent on this team at receivers. So pretty good nice transition right there another piece of news that is has come down the pipe since we were last on the podcast Devonte oh, yeah. parker is now a member of the new england patriots this is a guy that i absolutely loved coming out of louisville he has not had the type of career i expected in miami but he became available for a very reasonable price tag we traded a third round pick next year for Devonte parker and a fifth rounder this year we have since spun a fifth rounder for a sixth and a seventh so 
read into that, whatever you may, uh, ahead of the draft. But Devontae Parker on the Patriots for the next two years at a modest price tag. I think it's like five and six million each year. Yeah, I mean, if you look back to his, what was it, 2019 season, he had a huge year. Uh, 72 catches, 1,200 yards, and nine touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can get anywhere close to that, if you can get 75% of that, you got a good uh, outside, true outside, good size, 6'3", good jump ball receiver. He's you, those 50-50 balls are not 50-50 for him. If you look at some of the contested catches he's made over the over the last couple of years, he's one of the best in the game at that. So yeah, it gives us something we don't have. And honestly, I think it might take us out of wide receiver contention as far as early in the draft. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of Pats fans are clamoring for a number one wide receiver, but you have, what, five legitimate number two or, or three receivers on this team now. Yeah, I think um, I'm... I'm... Real happy with uh, the trade. Um, I think it's a good cost. He's not not a lot of money, as you were just saying, right? The jump ball, he's done pretty well. 2019, he had a good season. He put up yards that year. Um, he's just been hurt. He has hamstring issues. Hopefully, he can work past those, and it's not that big of a deal, and he can play a majority of the time. I'd say that's the biggest concern with him, but if he's healthy, I think he's a legitimate threat. Just like you said, something we really don't have. Um, he's torn up the Patriots, which we know historically that's worked in our favor when we've gone and got guys that have beat us. Not always, but generally it's worked, uh, especially guys coming from Miami. <laughs> I mean, Wes Wilker comes to mind, a receiver. But uh, he's got all the talent, man, and, and you didn't really give up much for him. Um, you know, you would we we gave a fifth rounder, right? We gave next year's third and got, <clears throat> got Parker fifth. and a fifth this year. Right. So, you know, I, I'll definitely take it. I feel like this spells the end for Nikhil, good old Nikhil Harry, who didn't show up to camp this past week or whenever that was. So he's done. I don't think we'll be able to get anything for him. Hopefully we can spin him into a fifth or sixth round pick. Would be great. You don't even think you're shaking your head over there. You don't think we can get a fifth. Devontae Parker just basically got them a roughly fourth. a fourth round pick, but they had to give up a fifth. Along yeah. with him. I mean, Nikhil doesn't have injury history. Like, he's got a little injury history. This is more just. Not he hasn't playing. done anything. Yeah, so maybe, hopefully, we get something. <laughs> I don't think we'll get much, but maybe we'll get seventh round pick. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, so Nikhil Harry. Gone. I think he's on the team because no matter what, his, uh, his cap hits 3.2, I believe, and he's guaranteed to get. That money's guaranteed to count against the, the salary cap, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Um, his contract's not going to get picked up because the extension would be $12 million for the fifth year, um, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, but there's a lot of good guys in the team. I mean, Bourne, Myers, Aguilar, Parker. Parker um, Between the four of them and you put Hunter Henry in, even if you get nothing out of John New Smith, which I think he'll have a little bit of – I think he's going to become kind of like, kind of like an H-back fullback a little bit, use a little bit of that speed, see what he can do. But like you're saying, that that's pretty good offense. Yeah, I think there's probably at least five guys. I think Harry makes the team, and I think that you still have Wilkerson and Ty Montgomery is kind of a kind of a wide receiver, running back type. Um, so I think that's – I don't really think that's a need immediately. Yeah, and but you need – I'd like to see someone come up in the – you know, coming up, you know? Yeah. Just one guy. I mean, it's been so long since we've had, like, a good prospect at receiver coming up. I think that if you do, though, if you do pick someone that's guaranteed to make the team, you're going to be carrying, like, seven receivers. And that's yeah, what you can't do. That's a little 
much. Yep, that would be a lot. You got to make sure that guy's got enough snaps available. Uh, guys at the wide receiver position that are coming up on a contract year: Nelson Aguilar, Jacoby Myers, um, both of whom, you know, maybe one of those guys is back next year, and then there's a bunch of snaps that are available for a rookie come 2023. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's talk about some dream scenarios for the Patriots. So we, we know that they have a few needs uh, spread around the roster. Offensively, guard comes to mind after uh, losing both left guard and right guard from last year. Wide receiver we just spoke about. Tight end, they've already sunk enough resources into. Quarterback, we already know. Defensively, we all seem to be on board for an interior defensive lineman, some speed at the linebacker oh, yeah. position, and then the cornerback spot is gutted after Stephon Gilmore and JC Jackson both head out of town last season. So what are some dream scenarios? Patriots pick at 21st in the first round. They have a, a second rounder, third round pick, and then I believe a total of eight picks now after the most recent trade. So what are some dream scenarios, particularly early in this draft? Um, for me, I think the number one need now is corner. Um, and you could argue like a, like a three, four edge, rusher um or or a defensive end that could play you know two gap schemes and play some uh, some three technique and some five technique that would be ideal um carl aftis would be my choice uh, and initially it was trayvon walker but he's just ever since the combine he's now like being talked about as a number one or number two pick yeah um so he's priced himself out i think that the edge guys you could get and i'm not just talking like outside linebackers i'm talking about like drake jackson who's who's added like 20 pounds since he came into the pro day, into his pro day he's now 273 i'm sorry that's a defensive end in the nfl if you can get someone like that um uh, to shore up the edge in the second round i think the drop off after um andrew booth and kyer elam as like the number three four uh corner is significant enough where i think that the first round corner is where i'd like to see them put their put their resources and guard obviously i think is the, is the biggest need because you don't have anyone as your second guard you have on Wenu and then it's like ferentz and a bunch of junk um you, you know i'm talking shit about ferentz but you know <laughs> who, who knows but i think you can get good value on guard and in interior offensive line later on no, i think so too yeah i mean for me i'd love to see uh you know big d tackle or possibly d end i mean um you know, Jordan Davis comes to mind if he can be there. I'm hearing people don't know where he's going to go. You know, he's just an absolute freak. And you put him with Barmore and whoever else we got. Uh, I'd like to see an offensive tackle. Probably not in the first round, but maybe in the second or third round, just because Trent Brown's kind of unreliable. We don't know what's going on with Kajust. I mean, if Kajust or Heron could sure up the others, you know, one of the tackle spots is a good, solid backup, I would feel better about it. So, I don't know. I wouldn't <laughs> mind seeing a tackle. I'm not opposed to taking a tackle in the first round. If it's like a Trevor Penning type or, or Bernard uh, Raymond. Yeah. Uh, I w I'd maybe not want the first round, but I'd, I'd do second round or when, high. When you look at their contracts for Isaiah Wynn, they're probably not going to, I mean, unless extend you extend them, right? Yeah. I wouldn't imagine. And then Trent Brown is, you know, he's he, young, but he can't stay healthy. He can't, he can't stay healthy. So that's a, that's going to be a need either this year or next year. Um, yeah. And, as far as Jordan Davis, I mean, great two down play, but he's not someone you can count on to be on the field all the time. He gets he has I know. serious fatigue issues. Um, well, hey, you can work the, out of those guys. I mean, he's I, even for a two down player at twenty one. Like if he fell to us, I think I'd go for him. I yeah. don't know. 
I mean, you're you taking someone at 21 that averaged about 25 snaps a game. That's that's. Yeah, I, I saw that stat. Uh, he, he he had three he was, games. He dropped from junior year, right? He started more junior than he did uh, senior year. Yeah, I mean, he dropped. <laughs> he had only three games where he played over 35 snaps, and he's not much of you know. It's not like you're getting like pure pass rushing skills. You're just getting a straight run blocker or run defender. And I'll give you, he's an elite run defender right off the bat. He makes your run defense ridiculously, ridiculously better. So I like those guys. I know, I know what the playing time thing, but I like those guys. So I don't know. I would be pretty happy if I saw him, uh, just because you know he's going to be probably successful, right? Yeah. Uh, big, another thing is uh, would be one of those Georgia or Alabama line. I don't know really care which one. I mean, Nicobe Dean seemed like he was in the realm of possibility. He's a little undersized, but now. I'm seeing mock drafts of him going top 10, so I have no idea. There's a couple other guys uh, at Georgia that are look pretty insane as well. Yeah, Quay Walker. Quay Walker looks like a beast. There's, there's just Anderson has a uh, uh, Christian okay. Harris. I mean, there's some big guys. The the LSU linebackers, or no, it's not LSU linebackers. The the um, SEC linebackers. I'm sorry. Get one of them on our team, and I'll be happy. Anderson was a guy that would have been probably a first. Just- First or second round pick, and he's got a rape charge, and he might not even get drafted now. So Jesus, well, yeah, maybe stay away from that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm totally with you guys. I would love to see a cornerback, especially if one of those top four guys makes their way to 21. And I, th- I think my number one wish would be for a like a real freak sideline to sideline linebacker. I just don't know that Nicobe Dean would be the natural fit, but he's he's short, he's stout, he's not. It's like five eleven. Yeah, and uh, he's <clears throat> he's like thickly muscled. He's not very agile. I just I don't see him fitting with the Pats. But I would love like a real sideline to sideline roamer at, at middle linebacker, somebody in the two thirty five range, paired with somebody like Jordan Davis, who's just going to eat people at the line of scrimmage. I would love that. See, Keep the guy clean behind him. So you want Jordan front. Davis? I want Jordan Davis. Oh, see, yeah, I'm, I'm in okay. that line of thinking too. I I yeah. think. Just those huge line linemen that are He's just a like, problem. And for yeah. so many quarterbacks, are they feel like they're getting shorter. Year after year, it's like, oh, Malik Willis might be the, the top quarterback. He's six feet tall. Baker Mayfield's having trouble already being his height and seeing from the pocket. Jordan Davis is six foot six with like 36-inch arms. He's going to be right in front of you, right blocking all your throwing lanes in the center of the field. You need to be like Kyle, Kyle Wilson, Zach Wilson. My goodness. Zach Wilson is not going to be able to throw over Jordan Davis. That's going to be an issue for him. So that that's one of the things I think about in the passing game. Just touching on the uh, the linebackers, there's a guy, I do a ton of these PFF mocks, and, and Leo Chanel is always there at 54 in the second round. I feel like if you can wait on that, you've got a 21-year-old, 6'3", 250. He's fast. All right. Change of direction is not, not perfect, but there's no better hitter in this class. Um he has the best play, play strength for linebackers, I think, in the class. Hits like a truck. He's a true downfield guy, or uh, downhill guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he tested great at the combine. And 21-year-old, and, uh, I mean, I, I like his skills. He's not a coverage guy, but they didn't use him much like that. So so who knows? Yeah. We got safeties for coverage. We got, like, five safeties that are going to be on the field. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super th- I'm not super thrilled about going for cornerback. I can obviously see the need. If someone that's unbelievable falls to us, sure, like I won't be mad about it. But I feel like we've invested so much in cornerback already, and we do the best when we get undrafted guys 
every ceiling. <laughs> it's like, why are we going to spend a first round pick when Bill? I know. Can get can can get an undrafted guy and is more luck making them a great cornerback than second rounders. How many times? Consistently. Is, I mean, let's let's talk about previous years. Malcolm Butler, Malcolm Butler. Kyler Arrington. Um, J.C. Jackson, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones. I mean, Jesus Christ, wasn't Arrington of seventh or undrafted? He he was no, he was undrafted. Jonathan Willite, if you want to go way back, he was a sixth rounder. Willite was, yeah, he was technically drafted really low though. What about uh, Randall Gay? Randall Gay was undrafted at LSU. Boom, dude. There's like five guys. Go through all (laughs) all the second round picks. Was Ellis Hobbs drafted? Yes, he was third rounder. Drafted. Okay, yeah. so he yeah. I mean, just but, think, um, Joe on, you know, second rounder, not doing much. Hopefully, he can be play. I mean, if he can play this year, we're fine. I gotta say, I think this draft in the second and third round is awesome. It's just, it's, it's really good. And that what just, do you think we do? Do you think it means we trade back? I, I honestly, I could see us trading back, and I wouldn't mind it if we could get a, a, an extra se- second and third out of that. I would be okay with that, especially early second. Um, and maybe you can even address guard if you move back a little bit, get a, a Kenyon Green, someone who drops. Um, but I love the value in the second and third round this year. Um, Zion McCollum is a guy you could probably get in the third or fourth. Just 97th percentile testing across the board, jumping, speed, acceleration, all that. He's got it. Wide receiver. Um, uh, wide receiver. is. I mean, there's a lot. Of, we need a punt returner, too. Isn't that Mike Montgomery? It could be Montgomery, but I mean, like... Yeah, I'd take a yeah. Let's go for one. Look at like a Calvin Austin the third or a Wandale Robinson. Those are game changers at, at those positions. Wandale Robinson or a corner, Marcus Jones from Houston. That's probably the best returner in this in this class. But you're drafting him to play corner too, and he's only five eight. I don't know. You know. Yeah, I feel you. I know. I don't. I don't think there's going to be. I think there's going to be interest in the teams that are picking at the top of this draft trying to move back. But I don't think they're going to find like a it. partner. But nobody oh. wants to move up. But I do think. Once you get into really the range the Patriots are picking at, right around 20, when you know you started the draft and there were six first-round offensive linemen, and now it's down to two, or it's you know we we really like those top five edge rushers, and there's only one left on the board. I think some of these teams are going to try to move up to about the 20 spot, and that's where I think the Pats could find a willing trade partner to move back into the early second round. Plus, what I think are there six teams that have two first round picks this year four teams eight teams i mean it's it's a big number for yeah, teams that multiple. have multiple first round picks uh so they <clears throat> they might be willing to give up a, a second round pick to move up into the end of the first round if they're like well we already chose twice like but yeah. i, I want to yeah. draft at that spot i could see i could see the patriots trading down but i could also see them falling in love with a guy like maybe like a jermaine johnson that drops uh, Florida State. Mm-hmm. Ed Rusher is a Georgia transfer that had a huge year. I think he had like 11 sacks or something like that. Um, good sides. He could play as a as a five technique. Uh, I love the edge rushers in this class, too. Ojabo is a guy you have to take out on, on run, run uh, downs, obvious rundowns. But as far as pure moves that guy's got it all the achilles uh, the achilles man. Torres achilles he was a he was a first round pick but now i yeah. mean you might be able to get him at 54 um i keep going back to drake jackson i love i love what he's done that so far at, at his age to be only 20 uh, i love that kid uh, from usc and he's put on a ton of weight uh, nick benito there's just a lot of nice looking uh the kid from kentucky josh pascal this guy you watch him on tape and he, he pops there's just a lot of good uh, talent around the second round that 
I'm I'm in. So if we can get more second round picks, I would love that. That would be good. All right. All right. Okay. Well, um, why don't we do our own draft here? Real quick, do you guys foresee us trading for any players? Draft picks for players. Debo? Debo. <laughs> no. Uh, Would you trade a first round for him? We should definitely talk about Debo because, you know, the price for these guys, and especially him, he's what? He's a baby. What's he, 23, 24? 24, yeah. I mean, Would you trade a first round pick for him? No. I wouldn't. I would. I would I not. think we have too many needs, and I think we we'll, have too many guys in the roster. Try get him, and I'd try and ship out Nelson Aguilar in the same fellow swoop. <laughs> He'd be way better. I, I just don't know if, how much that helps us. I mean, yeah, it makes your offense better, but your defense needs serious help right now, too. No. And, you know. If, I'd do it. I'd still do it. I think that would be an absolute game changer. It looks like uh, Hightower's not coming back. Who else? Jamie Collins not coming what, back. What did it say about them? I didn't read anything about them. Nothing. We just haven't heard anything, really, right? I saw... Uh, I was reading, trying to read into Hightower. He said he's kind of weighing his options. So I think he's going to see – it kind of feels like the type of thing where if the Patriots give him some kind of offer, he'll come back. But if not, he'll just retire. Yeah. Kind of what it's looking like. You know what I mean? Retirement might be the move. Like he's – For him. Like would come back and play it like a small amount. But, um, you know, it doesn't look like he wants to move. You know what I mean? Let's be honest, too. He looked pretty slow. Last year, pretty yeah. slow. I think he could, you know, he could be a good fill-in linebacker. I don't think he's really counted on as much of a starter anymore. Maybe, you know, limited capacity. But Collins, I take back in the same position. You know, I take one of them. Back. I, I think I've been consistent on this. I take one of them back this year if we can get one of them back, just to have a veteran guy. If they're cheap, you know, if they're not too expensive, we have the money, all that shit. Yeah, and the other thing before we move on, I really think that we've invested in linebacker. And Ed Rusher, pretty extensively. We just haven't seen what these kids have. Yeah, uh, true. Ronnie That's Kirkland true. hasn't played. McGrone hasn't played, and I, I think he could he could be a good linebacker. He's Jay hasn't played he, much. He's got that side to side speed you were talking about, and they knew when they drafted him that he wasn't going to play the first year. So they took him with a plan, and a lot of people had him in their top 100 players last year. Um, Josh, this? I'm talking about Cameron McGrone. McGrone, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Buche hasn't played much. Buche needs to get more snaps. Um, yeah. You know, so we have Afrodi some guys. Jennings, he played Afrodi as a rookie. Jennings. Didn't really do much. He's an Alabama linebacker. Like, what is he doing? Right. Jelani Tavai, another guy, we, who former second-round pick like three years ago. We have him on our roster. And I think we need to see what we got with these younger kids before we start replacing them already. You make a good point. Uh it's, it's funny you guys mentioned so many names and didn't mention Mac Wilson, an Alabama linebacker we acquired for Chase Winovich. Mac Wilson, yep. Raekwon McMillan played, I believe, at Florida, was a second-round pick who looked right. really good yep. in preseason, oh. got hurt. It's a, yeah. it's a long list of guys. Guys, that's why I want big old D-tackle. <laughs> Just a big old boy for them to not push around and linebackers we need fly around. Run, you know, like... Uche. Uche is the only one that really stands out to me as like a pure pass rusher. Well, Judon. We still have Judon. Yeah. Well, you have Judon, yeah. But I'm right, as the other side. Right. I think Uche can do it. Uche should be able to do it. Is that why Van Noy's gone? Yeah, it should be. Yeah. He was taking time from him. I don't know. You had to play him because he was getting paid. Put in Uche. I think the thing with Uche to this point in his career has been they only put him in on obvious passing downs. Right. So that's like a seems to be a Michigan outside linebacker problem doesn't it with him and Ojabo um yeah 
he's got to be able to play the run too. And we need someone to the edge. The same way. Even Judon's not good at setting the edge. You know, not great. And, no. So I mean, I'm looking at Lawrence guy and Dietrich Wise and saying we need some help there on those on those down linemen outside of Godshaw and Barmore. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I mean, maybe Guy can bounce back. You know, he was good two years ago. He's had a couple of rough seasons. I, I don't understand the whole, um, what's his name? He just, the other guy you just mentioned. Why am I drawing a blank? Wise. Wise, yeah. The most, our best he, player. Remember when, he, who said that? Me. Was it Collinsworth? Was it Collinsworth? Collinsworth? I think Collinsworth yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah. Collinsworth on NBC, uh, NBC Sunday Night Football said one of their best players. He's, I mean, he's got a contract, which almost no one ever does. And he hasn't really done much. He's never really produced. He's always kind of there. He seems like he's out of position. Like, he's not big enough for down player, but he's too slow for a stand-up player. I just feel like you need a guy that can set the edge and get pressure, an impact player, and we don't have that at that position. And that's what they wanted Wise to be, but he just can't do it. Historically, we've had that, too. I mean, Richard Seymour, um, Chandler Jones, those guys that can get pressure all by themselves. I'd love that. Yep. That'd be nice. I'm, I'm, we'll see if, if somebody's available at 21. And you know how we'll find that out? By doing a mock draft right now. Just the three of us Ooh. running through some of these teams. We'll do a first round here. Oh, baby. We will alternate picks. Uh, I will nominate myself to pick first overall. Take the Jaguars. Ryan, you go sec. Ryan, you go two. And then uh, we got Chip Scotty, James J going third here in Ooh. the draft order. I'll kick it off. I'm going to take Trayvon Walker. I know a lot of people are talking about Aiden Hutchinson, and and I think just as of today, the betting favorite to go first overall is Trayvon Walker. There's Trent Baalke's been... Trayvon Walker, huh? Yeah, defensive end out of Georgia, 6'5", long, 270, probably plays five technique, um, could potentially bump out to the edge in in certain schemes, but uh, really solid athlete. Underwhelming production at Georgia. Played with a great, great, great defense there. Uh, it's funny to, to hear Trent Baalke already butting heads with Shad Khan, the the owner. Owner and GM. I'm, Trent Baalke just cannot get along with anybody that he works with, is what it seems like. Khan's already out there saying he wants Hutchinson. Uh, Baalke's leaking that he wants Trayvon Walker, and they got dissension in the building. Nobody wants to trade up for the pick. I think they're going to end up taking Trayvon Walker. Classic Jags move. There's no. nobody to take at first overall again. Crazy. I would really think that they should protect Trevor Lawrence. But, but I mean, that's that's the consensus right now is him or Hutchins. I got the Lions here, and I think Michigan guy, I'm taking Aiden Hutchins. Boom. Two. There he goes. Go um, Makes sense. All right. His Texans dad played at Michigan, too. Yeah. All right. All right. On the clock. We is there a quarterback in Texans this year? Do we even know? Davis Mills. It's going to be Davis Mills. Mills. Oh, God. Could he use a tackle? I'm sure he could, but the Texans aren't that safe, and they just blew it, traded away a tackle. Or do they trade for a tackle? What's they had Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil. They traded, traded Miami for him a few years back. So. All right, we're going to go uh, cornerback because they're idiots. I'm on Gardner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that pick, though. I mean, he's a good player. You good. could you could really see Nick Casario taking a cornerback at number three. Yeah. Wow. What do you think he's going to take? Tackle? He probably. Take. I could. I don't even know. I really don't I'm know. The Jets and the Jets are like the one team that doesn't need a left tackle. You're up here with the Jets, buddy. Yeah. At four. I know. Oh, right? He's got a pick for the Jets. Yeah. So I'm staring down. I mean, the top of this draft is very heavy on tackles, and it's really a high value position. It's surprising that we haven't had one come off the board yet, but. I just I think that the Jets really want to address the edge 
And I think they're going to roll the dice and go Kayvon Thibodeau. It's a guy that I think might be the most talented player in the draft. Three edge players going in the top top five or top four. Wow. Yeah. Thibodeau cannot get out of his own way off the is what it seems like. Man, I'm the Giants here, and I got my choice of tackles over historically, like, the last few years, the shittiest offensive line of all time. Football. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I got to take one of these kids. I'm going to go with Guanu for the run blocking. Get Saquon Barkley freed up here, and uh, we'll see what we got. Aquano? Yep. Absolutely. All right. Monster on the run. I mean, he's So, gonna... very nice, very nice. Uh, Panthers are up. They definitely are in dire need of a quarterback that could also help with a tackle. There's some great tackles here. Do they really stir the pot and go quarterback? Is there a consensus on this? Anyone? Anyone? I feel like they've been patchworking this fucking thing for a while now. Yeah. And they've been giving up shit to get Sam Darnold. I mean... What does Sam Donald need to produce? I think that they're almost committed. Yeah, I think you're right. We're going Charles Cross, number six. We're taking a tackle, helping out McCaffrey so he doesn't get absolutely killed within the first six games. <laughs> there you go. Nice pick. Charles Cross, one of the younger guys, actually. He's only 20 years old right now. Got great tools at left tackle and might be the best tackle looking back. Um, he's polished, years man. Later. I, I, he's clean. He's a clean prospect. I, that's a good pick. Six five three oh seven. You got it. Okay. Uh, you gonna make the other Giants pick for me, buddy? Uh, yeah, the Giants. This is a lot of draft capital that they have coming into this thing. Uh, one of the things I always thought about the Giants was they like to draft traits players. It's why JPP wound up with them. They they like a lot of those guys that hit that height, weight, speed, and so I think Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. I think they'll jump Woo! on him. Tall guy, fast, big hitter. Who is this? Say that again. Long time. Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame. Put him down. Alabama, Alabama safety a couple years ago. Who the hell was it? Ugh, drawing a blank, but he was a good safety coming out. Yeah, Landon Collins, 230-pound yeah, safety. Where is he now? He's in is Washington. He in Washington. Yeah, he's a commander. This, this guy's built like, uh, was it Chu? What's his name in Carolina? Oh, Jeremy Chin. Chin. I compare Sorry. Kyle Hamilton to Isaiah Simmons. I know he's he's about thirty pounds lighter than than Simmons, the the kid that came out of Clemson, went to Arizona. But I I don't know exactly what position he is. But if he if his instincts are right, he can get anywhere he wants on the field. All right, there I you mean, have it. A lot of people are saying he's the best player in the draft, but you just you just don't take a safety at one. You know that he high. can't be playing paying that much money for a fucking safety at one. All right, Ryan, you're on the clock. Falcon, Christ. Who's my quarterback? Mariota? Yep. Ugh, God, man. I can see them going for for a quarterback. I can see a quarterback going. I know it's not there, but I'd love it. Because that the more quarterbacks that go, the better it is for the Patriots to get someone great. I hate making this pick right here. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea, dude. You know well, what? The good news is the Falcons need everything, so you can't be wrong. What I'm going to do, I don't know if this is the right thing to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pair... Um, what's his name? Terrell there from Clemson. What's his name? Yeah. AJ Terrell. AJ Terrell. I'm going to pair him with Derek Stingley and let those corners eat because Derek Stingley is the best corner in this draft uh, from an athletic perspective. If he's right, he had the best freshman season ever for a corner. You're going Uh, Eric Stingley? Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU. What what happened after his his freshman season? Uh, He's been having problems, man. I mean, he had the, uh, the Liz Frank issue this past year. And he had another big injury, right? So he he just physically has been banged up. Um, but when you look at, I mean, I'll tell you what makes me want to pick him is his pro day. He came out and lit it up like he should. 
So it lets me know, like, okay, he's getting better because, I mean, he's a true island corner. You can leave him by himself. And he wants it, too. He wants to be an island corner. So I think that's a steal. Nice. You pumping out the cornerback. Boom. Seahawks on the clock. Um, They don't have a QB. Who's their QB? Is it freaking Drew Locke? Drew Locke? Drew Locke and Geno Smith are are both on the roster. Oh, God. Yep. Well, should we supply them with Evan Neal, the tackle? He's they do need there. a tackle. Need a they tackle. Uh, they could use edge rusher, but we kind of, I mean, George George Karloff, Karloftis. I don't know about that. Purdue boy. <laughs> you just don't like don't like his name. <laughs> I don't know about him. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with Evan Neal here. We're going to get another tackle. Hey, that's, that's what I do. I, what'd you say? That's a steal, man. A nine, Evan Neal. Yep. I just go, see, I pick linemen because that's what everyone's supposed to do, except for cornerback for the uh, old Texans there. Yeah, no Dude. doubt. Evan Neal, what is what is his measurable? Six eight three to thirty seven. Wow, he's a big boy, huh? Big he's dude. Be, uh, he's a freak. Big he, old farm boy here. He's young too. He's twenty one and a half. Yeah, six foot. Allowed twenty four pressures over the past two years. Left and right tackle. I had him as my uh, tackle. He's old. Uh, six seven. Thirty four. Well, there you go. Absolutely. The Hawks get a pick. Okay. Sean is on the clock again with the Jets. I get the privilege of drafting for the Jets again. So the Jets have been all over the trade block this offseason, trying to pick up Tyree Kill, trying to pick up any wide receivers, Debo Samuel. I think they settle for a home run hitter in the draft. Seems like they want that speed, that explosiveness. Jamison Williams, I know he got wow. injured. Okay. But Shaboom. he is the biggest home run hitter in this draft. And let's be honest, the Jets are not going to be good this season so it doesn't matter if he's not really available this year coming off the acl tear him and elijah moore man i love the quickness that's that's nice okay oh i'm up huh i go who i got the washington football the, team the yeah. commanders the guardians the commander what, what the fuck are they <laughs> uh, are they the commanders they're the commanders they are the, the commanders the guardians your favorite so team right here you go are you oh, still a God. fan even though they're not Washington football team anymore? No, no, I like the football team. I'm out. That's it, you're done. Your fandom ship is over. No, he's out. Uh, quarterback? Do they go quarterback here? They got. They just traded for Wentz. They actually gave up picks for they him. They gave up so much Jesus for Wentz. Christ, yeah. Wentz. I don't know what I'm going to do here, to be honest. Oh, my God. It's a shit show. I'm taking Karlaftis. I think he's the best player available. Karlaftis. Wow, that Go fits. On. That fits with this team after they drafted Ryan Kerrigan a few years back. Very similar prospect. 6'2", 266. A little undersized, no? He's got good size. He's a good player, man. I mean, I would like him to drop to the Patriots, but I just don't see it happening. Uh, I would love him as like a 3-4 defensive end. I think that he's just got the motor. He's a fucking beast. Yeah, he's relentless. Yeah. I'm going to take him, man. I think pairing him with Chase Young, you've got a serious defense. They probably yeah. Gotcha. All right. The all Vikings. Right. The Vikings. The good for old James. Vikings there, Sean. Huh? What should I do to screw everything up? No, I'm kidding. Um, looks like their needs are linemen, cornerback, edge, pretty much all defense. Uh, hmm. A lot of receivers left. They need receivers? No, they got uh, okay. Jefferson Thielen. Thielen. Yeah, Thielen's still over there. Yep, yep. Uh, doesn't seem like there's any tight ends in this draft, huh? No, oh, they suck. Tight ends in this draft are trash. I mean, McBride's over. They could use a cornerback. We got Trent McDuffie sitting right there. I don't know. Do they go with Trent McDuffie? Or do they go tackle? Granny, do you want to tackle, huh? They just drafted a tackle, Christian Derrissaw, in the first round last year. I would think about 
Ryan Johnson they could go for, but that's pretty early for a guard. No, uh, that's too early for a guard. I think they've been missing on corner for so long. I think they might. I think have we're going to go. Trent. All right, we're going Trent McDuffie. Trent yeah. McDuffie. I think that's the right pick too. Oh yeah. Also, random thought. I think Trent McDuffie's going to be the first corner selected. And Ryan, you already mentioned some of the limitations he has in terms of arm length. Uh, I don't know. I just have a funny feeling that he's going to go. Have you seen him? You watch him play. He hits like a fucking safety. Yeah, yeah. There is. No you think one... he's the first cornerback to go, Grant? I think he'll be the first cornerback to go. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I I look at Sauce and Stingley, and I just see island potential where you can just leave those guys alone. But McDuffie is interesting because the short arms, I think, is his only real drawback. Because he would be, I mean, if it wasn't for the arms, he would he'd be a top five, ten pick, right? I mean, mm. the kid plays his ass off. Team captain, team leader, um, and. I haven't seen someone tackle like that. I mean, he reminds me a little bit of uh, Winfield, Antoine Winfield coming out. Nice. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you guys both really like him. We like him, yeah. and we hope the Vikings will like him at 12 right there. I love how oh. the Houston need on PFF is every position. <laughs> every position. They just don't have anything. Yeah, they haven't solved a thing. Isn't that just lovely? Yeah. Oh, God. That's what happens when you don't have a first-round pick for like three years, plus your quarterback doesn't play. Uh, okay, so the Texans, once again, I can't go wrong here, but I'm going to go with believing that Nick Casario comes from the Belichick tree, and they're going to go with Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa. Build from the lines first. The last thing you add is a wide receiver a and a cornerback. Center? A center. Tyler Linderbaum. Get this. This kid is an absolute freak athlete for a center. He he was a, obviously he played at Iowa. Fantastic. Grew up right right down the street from the stadium. He's from Iowa. Another mm-hmm. plus for an offensive lineman. High school wrestling career. He's the only person to ever pin Tristan Wirfs in wrestling. I, really? I did. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. yeah. He's an incredible athlete. As far as getting to the second level, um, you're not going to find a better center. I, I can't even recall a better center as far as getting to the second level. He's out, and he's pancaking people at the second level finishes every single play he's jason kelsey but better gotcha i mean it, this is the first line of the pff rating for him is Linderbaum is the best center prospect we've seen in the pff college era boom i guess if go. that doesn't say it i don't know what else does right yep. he's the best one ever they've ever seen there he goes so there you go so who do we got that was uh the good old texans so that was the texans at 13 now on the clock ryan has got ryan. the ravens at 14 i have the ravens i feel like if anyone was going to draft who the patriots wanted i.e jordan davis for me it might be them yeah you know what? i don't think i'm going to go with, with davis though right do you think he's not going to go that high I don't because I think that the, the the limitations as far as third down and, and that's a high that's a high pick to put on someone that you don't think is going to be able to play all three downs. Um, I look at the Ravens. I could see him going corner here to match with uh, the kid from Alabama there, but I think I'm going to take Devontae Wyatt. I think that's immediate burst. Devontae Wyatt, a little four three uh, defensive tackle there that. Just explodes off the line of scrimmage. I know he's 24 years old. It's a bit old, but um, okay. They go with a defensive. I'm going to give them Wyatt slightly because I want other people to be available for the Patriots. So nice. they, yeah, they had nice. other people remain to be named. Fuck Harbaugh. All right, <laughs> we've got the Eagles up next. Uh, it says on PFF their only needs is linebacker and DB, which is hilarious because they suck as a team. So why do they only have two needs and everyone else has got? 
plenty more. You no, know, it's weird to me that Philly always needs linebackers now. I remember them being like linebacker centric. You know. I know, right? You know, they always had linebacker. Well, how's their receiver uh, situation? It's not bad, right? It's not really good. Side, you know, white side. No, I see. I could see him taking a for sure. I could see him going receiver. There is Devin Lloyd sitting right there. Nicobe Dean sitting right there. Who I think Dean does fit their system, but they have another pick and a couple picks. We'll see what happens there. Um, Garrett Wilson or Drake Lloyd? Who's better? USC kind of sucks. Ohio State uh, also kind of sucks, but a little better. I have Garrett Wilson receiver one. Honestly. All right. Honestly. Well, then that's a value pick right there. I'd love him to drop the Patriots, but it's realistic it's for Devontae the Eagles. Smith. Oh, the Eagles just picked Devontae Smith. You're right. He did just last year. Good call. Can't go there. Smart move. Can't draft back-to-back receivers. I think, uh, what about Devin Lloyd, huh? It's a I good edge it. player. I love is it. he an edge player, or does the Kobe Dean fit them he, better? I, I think, I think he does Lloyd's both. more of a middle linebacker, don't you? I mean, he look spent at his time on the edge. The Kobe Dean seems feels like they're type. They like these smaller linebackers. You're going to Kobe? I think I'm going to Kobe Dean. Don't go to Kobe. It's a solid pick, man. I mean... I feel like he fits their system, right? That's kind of what they run, the 4-3. You know, it's weird with Georgia players, especially second-level guys, where they've had such a good... Defensive line. Defensive line. uh, Look at it. Trayvon Walker, Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis, and the best lineman of all four of them, Jalen Carter, coming out next year. They have the four best defensive linemen I just don't know how much that freed up things for Nicobe. You know what I mean? Probably a lot. Yeah. He's only 5'11". That's easy to get lost behind the junk. But he's... But there was no junk. There's no junk, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, I do like him, though. I mean, he plays he's hard. He's a good player. Yeah. He's all over the place. Nice. All right. On Thanks. to 16. The Saints selecting in the... It looks like it was the Colts' original pick. Not sure how that wound up in New Orleans, but... Uh, they could really use a wide receiver. They have absolutely no playmakers on the outside. The quarterback position is a little bit in flux. They got Jameis Winston there. One of the things that, that he really succeeded with was taller wide receivers in Tampa Bay. You think Mike Evans comes to mind, some of those other. Mm. Chris Godwin's got decent size. Uh, Brashad Perriman, six foot two plus. So I'm looking at Drake London. I'm looking at him real closely here. Uh, 21-year-old receiver from USC. He's improved every single season there. He's got really good ball skills at the point of the catch. Moves pretty well, really good size. I think I think it's just a natural. Yeah, I, I mean that's their kind of guy, right? One of these big guys that can catch. Yep. Um, and he's played a lot out of the slot too, which is interesting. I feel like um, the college game is putting a lot of these big kids in the slot more than the NFL. Um, but Drake London's production—you can't argue with it. When he's been on the field, he's been fucking lights out. Uh, Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year, I believe. So you I'll going with him? Going with them. Drake London official? selected. Official? Okay. official. Final Ooh. answer. I got the Chargers here. Keenan Allen's getting a little long in the tooth. I got Herbert. Fucking lights out. I'm taking the best wide receiver in the draft here. I'm taking Garrett Wilson. And it's game over for the rest of the AFC West. Boom sauce. Good luck covering Drop everybody. That that's a all. fucking that great pick, dude. All. You know that's a great pick. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a big Garrett Wilson fan. I didn't. I thought he was the third best receiver on his team in college. Oh, dude, watch the tape again, man. He's so dynamic, dude. We've so got dynamic. the Eagle. I could go Andre Booth or Andrew Booth. There's a lot of receivers left. Do they like tackles? Do they need a tackle? I'm trying to think. They have, like, the Vitae at left tackle? Old. I want to say they're oldest. Jason Peters? No. No. He's just gone. He's got it. I think last year, the year before, he was done. Yeah, he went to Chicago last year, and he's it's over. They still got Lane Johnson at right tackle, but they need a tackle. Who ends up with the Patriots pick? Have you guys been clocking? Oh, this? I will. Oh, lucky you. 
Oh my God, I gotta take. Don't take him. All right, James. Who who are the we're Eagles going taking? Bernard Raymond. Bernard Raymond coming off the board here. Six six three zero three. Uh, he was a tight end two years ago. Now he's a legitimate shot to be a first round pick. Look at that. Well, uh, we... only allowed ten pressures. Yeah, pretty pretty good. That's a similar story for Central Michigan. Eric Fisher also started his career as a tight end there before transitioning to tackle. Also, J.J. Watt started his career as a tight end at Central Michigan before transferring to Wisconsin and going to the other side of the ball. uh, Raymond, uh, Gadecki, this kid's a wrestler, uh, track and field star. He played tight end his first two years. Um, Just a really good athlete. One sack allowed in the last two seasons. I feel like he's just scratching the surface so I, I think that's a really good pick i just don't really know who philly has there would be my concern gotcha okay i'm back on the board with the saints again wow i got two two selections for the sean payton saints let's see we took wide receiver last time i really got to think you know teron armstead left this year he went off to to miami you got to think they want to address the tackle position. Unfortunately, I would have liked that kid from Central Michigan, but it looks like I'm going to have to dig a little bit deeper. I do like Trevor Penning, tackle from Northern Iowa. I worry a little bit that he really only fits on the right side where their opening is on the left side, but maybe Ramchek can make the flip. Penning just likes to finish blocks. He just dominates people yeah. physically, so I'm going with I that. Have him, I have him number four on my tackles. I have him ahead of Raymond. I, I think that... If you ever wanted to find a hateful, nasty player that's going to make enemies, and this is where he's a little sloppy as he's got 16 penalties and he led the FCS. It, he only played 12 games, uh, five personal fouls, <laughs> you know, uh, but dominant run block, run blocker, um, plays through the whistle. I, I like that kid a lot. I, I feel like he's a Logan Mankins type. and I'm kind of glad he didn't make it to the Patriots because I would have been, uh, I would have been wanting to pick him a little bit. Yep. All right, Ryan, right. you, got, you got the Steelers. Steelers on the clock. Uh, Steelers, back, the Steelers need a quarterback, and they need a, a tackle. Is this where it happens for quarterback? I think I, so. I think you have to take a quarterback almost like, what the fuck are they doing there? Um, I'm going to go high ceiling here. I think they have – who do they have there right now? They have uh, Rudolph and someone else they brought in. Trubisky. 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 I think they're going to have Trubisky play this year. But I think they're going to groom Malik Willis. Mm. And Malik Willis. Yep, and that's the pick. Malik Willis, quarterback from Liberty, six feet tall, really good athlete, uh, strong arm, transferred yeah. out of Auburn to, to Liberty and really lit it up there for a couple of years. Smaller Jeez. smaller conference, not the best competition. I, I Yo, compare him. Is that the first quarterback? That's the first, that's the quarterback. first quarterback, yeah. I don't think this is going to happen. I, I think we're like going to go. quarterbacks might go more than this. I agree with you. It usually does. No one can no one can keep their foot off the gas when it comes to quarterbacks. They just boom, boom, boom. They all get worried that someone's going to take them. So look what we have here. Good old James has the Patriots pick at number 21. They're probably going to trade down in all realist, uh, all uh, realisticness. That's a damn word. How about likelihood? Likelihood. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> uh, Jordan Davis here looks really enticing. Now, Ryan. How's how's the talent looking around here? I mean, is there I'm anyone telling you, think... you right now that as a Pats fan, I'd rather have either Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd looks pretty good. I wouldn't because I know, and I like Sky Moore. Sky Moore, I'm not picking. But uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I would for me if I was making the pick, it would be between it would be between Lloyd and Andrew Booth Jr. Andrew Booth Jr. is 
just cornerback. Well, I can't do a cornerback, so it's really Lloyd and Jordan Davis. Sean, do you have any input on the matter? I, I really like both of them. Devin Lloyd is one of my two favorite players in the draft. Not saying I have him as high. I have Jordan Davis higher on my Wow. Oh, boy. Ryan, I'm sorry. I might have to do it. The big old fatty from Georgia. <laughs> okay. Is hey, he you know better? Is what about... Jermaine Johnson has not gone yet. I know, right? That is appealing for the Patriots because that, that could be a 3-4 end. Jermaine I think he's got Johnson? the size to do it. Oh, here we go. Big old boy here. 6'5", 250. All right. Well, the Seminoles. Who are you taking, buddy? You got the Pats pit. You have all of our destiny in your hands. It's really dark there, by the way, too. I can't see anybody. What, what did I do? What did he do? He did it. Jordan Davis. We got you him took, on the board. Oh, he takes Jordan Davis. It's really dark here. Yeah, I know. The light, the sun goes down. I didn't turn on the lights. What are you going to do? How about that? <laughs> Okay, Patriots I'm wind sorry, up. I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry. But you'd be happy if we got him. I would. I would. I, I hate watching teams run on, run on us, especially shitty running teams like Miami. That drives you, me nuts. You so. pair him with Barmore, you got your next 10 years. I mean, that's the first dynasty was built on a young quarterback and a ridiculous defensive line. I'm happy with it. You know, we'll get the other needs in the second round and third, I, I hope. Boom. That sounds good to me. <laughs> On the clock with Las Vegas pick traded to Green Bay? Yes, the Devontae Adams pick. And do you think that they draft a wide receiver and try to appease Aaron Rodgers? I do not. This is one of those situations where uh, if you draft a wide receiver with the Devontae Adams pick, he's always compared to him. Always. It's like, oh, you traded him for him. So it's like, now the Vikings did this with the Stephon Diggs pick where they, they drafted Justin Jefferson. And that couldn't have worked out better for them, for really either side in that. So now I'm talking myself out of it. But... Uh, I'm going to go with another piece to try to appease Aaron Rodgers, and that's an offensive lineman in his name, as I scroll down to him, Kenyon Green, guard from Texas A&M. I think he's a really, really, really good player. Kenyon Green. Where the hell is he on the list? Whoa, way down at number 39, ranked by PFF. I like that pick. I mean, I'm, I don't hate it, you know, but I think that I got the Cardinals here, and I think I'm taking the better of the two guards. I'm taking the most polished guard in the draft, and I'm taking Zion Johnson. That's one back of those to back guards. When's the last time that's happened in draft history? Who knows? Oh, I just made. I just made history. <laughs> just history made history. I mean, the, the, the Cardinals are like. I look at the Cardinals. I think that's the team that needs a guard the most. You know. Who knows what the Cardinals? Are, I mean, Kyler Murray. I seems... can't believe he didn't take a receiver with with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a bitch, playing and yep. moan and making excuses. <laughs> Olave is sitting there. You got Sky Moore and uh, George Perkins. Who else? Uh, the kid well, from speaking North- of which. State. We got the the Cowboys up here on the board. I can see they don't have wide receiver listed as a need. I mean, because it's not. They got you don't think so? Ceedee Lamb, Michael Gallup, Mark Mar- hasn't Cooper. done. Sorry, Cooper's still on the roster, right? No, I he's, he's gone. Cleveland. That's what I mean. They got rid of him. Gallup is injured all the time. You really got one guy. Go for it, man. That always drafts sexy. I feel like right. All right, Either who's... a linebacker or the receiver. We got Devin Lloyd. Who do you think? Olave, Sky Moore. Who's, uh, it's Olave. Who's the sexiest player still on the board? Olave. I think it's Olave. We're going. Are you really? No. I agree with you. They always go from flash over bang. <laughs> flash over bang. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got the Bills here. Apparently the Bills need wide receiver. When did that happen? Well, they just lost, uh, so... Is yeah. he technically gone? Did but, he go anywhere? No, nah, he's a free agent, but they, they have, like, Isaiah McKenzie was basically playing over him for a good stretch of last season. Gabriel yeah, Davis yeah. lit it yeah. up in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I don't, I'm not buying that right there. I would like to take Devin Lloyd for them, although they have Tremaine Edmonds and they just signed Von Miller. So they're already putting a lot at linebacker. So I might who's have to the, look uh, elsewhere. Who's the other white kid they have there at linebacker that's really good? Matt Milano. Uh, Milano. Man. He can He's really good. move. Yeah. So now okay. I'm thinking, where the. This is a team, I mean, it's honestly. So stacked. They they're can so pick stacked. They yeah, there's not a lot of needs on this group. And so I think I'm going to go for a depth consideration and I'm going to go with cornerback for them. So oh. now I get to decide between Andrew Booth Jr. or Kyir Elam. Really, the two top tier cornerbacks still on the board. Booth, Booth might have some knee issues. Uh, he might have some tendonitis, so the doctor's evaluation is going to be really critical there. I'm going to take Kyer Elam just because he's my favorite corner. Okay, 20 years old too. Kid's got island potential. I know he had a, a down year, but you look at his years previous, especially his freshman season. Um, I like that kid a lot. He ran it a great. 40 time which a lot of people thought that was going to be his his uh his thing was but that's not a problem for him i mean he ran a sub four four forty. i like that pick um i hope right, that doesn't so I got, happen i got tennessee here and i got anita edge rusher and jermaine johnson's still on the board for some reason and i'm gonna go ahead and make that and lock that in because jermaine johnson yeah i think that's a solid pick that's a value pick Look at me here, getting uh, the Patriots and the Bucks. That was a lucky one. Tom Brady, what are we getting for Tom Brady? I think, I mean, obviously don't, they don't need re- uh, receiver. They just got Godwin back. We don't know about tight end, but that's not happening. They just picked some tackles. I think Devin Lloyd has fallen far enough. Todd Ball is taking over at head coach. They could probably, I know they have Devin White and uh, Shaq Barrett. They could use another guy, though, right? You could always use another one, guys, unless they go corner. They they saw Levante David. Oh, they have Levante David. That's right. So they don't need a lot. Should they go Booth? Uh, I mean, they just picked Winfield Jr. He's a safety. Booth Booth would be a high value pick right here. He'd be a safety for them. Yeah, we're going to go safety for them. Oh, you want to go safety? No, well, Booth, whatever. You want to go Booth? Six feet, 190. He's in. He's a, just picked. He's a corner. He's a corner. They just picked Dan. I know uh, Winfield Jr. a year or two ago. Yeah, but he's but. a safety. Yeah, he's basically a safety now. Um, but they have had problems at corner besides uh, Carlton uh, Davis. There, I could see Andrew Booth would be the, immediately. I think their number one corner. Yeah. Uh, so I like that pick. Yeah, their corners got roasted last year, actually. So there you go. They're taking a corner. That's a very I, good pick. Honestly, I'm a little bit upset. The Patriots didn't get a corner. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get booth. <laughs> yeah. Asshole over here. We got the big boy. Don't you worry. Okay. So now I am on the clock with the Packers again. Again. A, lo- a lot of these double dips here. So I avoided the wide receiver. It seems like it's probably time to address that position. And the best wide receiver still on the board, Traylon Burks, wide receiver out of Arkansas, 6'2, 225, moves really well, plays well with the ball in his hands. What's his name? Traylon, Traylon Burks. Burks. Yeah. Okay. I I hate him, but uh, I mean, like, <laughs> there he is. I'm gonna be honest with you. All right. So here's the thing. I, I have problems with Trey Lumberg, and I'm gonna tell you why. I have him. To us. Who do I have him? Wide receiver seven. I have him wide receiver seven. I believe. Um, he, he's gonna need to play with an accurate accurate quarterback, which is what he'll get there. But uh, let me see here. What do I have on Trey Lumberg? Oh, looking at someone else. Got him over Sky Moore. Yeah, I just I George just, Pickens a, average. He's not a great leaper at that size. Um, he's battled weight issues, which I can only think of like a few guys who have battled weight issues at wide receivers like uh, Josh Gordon, uh, Duke Mike Johnson. Williams. 
Alshon Jeffrey. Alshon he reminds Jeffrey. me a little bit of uh, David. Um, I, don't, I don't know where to play him. He played almost exclusively slot for Arkansas. It, it's just a strange guy, but he's so good after the catch. And I mean, I just feel like he's been so limited in his route tree at Arkansas that I just don't know if he's going to be an immediate fit there. But more power to you. I don't give about the Packers. Um, <laughs> Kansas City replacing um, Tyreek Hill. I'm going to go ahead and take Sky Moore here because I immediately think that he's probably the best natural slot in this class. Um, he's got everything you look for as far as measurables. 4 4 He's got 99th percentile in the 10-yard uh, in his 10-yard split. One four six in 10 yards. Yikes. Uh, so, Damn. I think that's a steal. He's a really patient route runner. He's got a good feel against man coverage. And uh, he, the one thing I, I think that's most impressive about him is he's got a pre, uh, plan, pre-snap. Like, you're not going to jam this fucking guy. He's, he knows exactly what he's doing. His route running super crisp. Um, gotcha. I think that's a great. I think that's a great pick. Elite shiftiness, they tell us. They say. Yeah. Sweet. So now we got we pair that with another Kansas City pick. Ryan, what do you think? You think it's time for Devin Lloyd to get off the board? I can't believe. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Imagine if he's there at thirty. I think he's a beast, right? Put him next to Nick Bolton. I think you've got a really good linebacking core there for a long time. And they need line. They need defensive players, the D-line, pass rusher, whatever you got. We're going to go with them. Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd. There he goes. Out to Kansas City. They will be getting claps on the back if they make that pick at 30. Okay, now right. I got I got the Bengals here. Bengals coming off a excellent season. Did not address the offensive line in the top 10 last year. They have this pick at 31 but so many of the guys that i know are all gone at offensive line so what do you do what do you do There's when you're Tyler smith there from tulsa uh, i'm not feeling that one i gotta say not feeling it so what i'm gonna do here is i'm to gonna try to make your garden center that's yeah. so fun i'm gonna try to get an impact player on defense try to balance this thing out so i'm going daxton hill aka dax hill cornerback safety from michigan he's an outstanding athlete Really played safety for Michigan. Likes to come downhill on hits, but maybe he goes to cornerback in the NFL, which I think might be his best best position. That's a lot of corners we've taken off. Expect it to happen on Thursday. I don't really... Is he a corner? I think there's some debate there. I think he's probably a safety unless he goes to a Tampa 2 scheme where he doesn't have to cover the deep part of the field, in which case he could play, which is where I think he would be best. All right, so I have... The Lions. You're taking Dax Hill, and I have the Lions at 32. Are we going to see a yep. quarterback? Goff. Goff. Uh, Goff. I mean, I just don't really. I think Goff is good enough for the season, right? So, just looking at this, I, I think linebacker is a need. I'm going to go. What do they do? It's a tough pick. Yeah, this is a, this is a tough one, man. I'm, Did I'm, they stick with the Michigan guys and go Ojabo on the edge? Uh, Jabo's got that Achilles there, man. Yeah. I just don't know if I'd take him in the first. Plus, they already took Hutchinson. You know, I think I'm going to go Kyler Gordon here from Washington. A little corner they can put in. Um, he's not the biggest guy, but he's got ridiculous burst. He could be in your slot. Get to play a little man. I think he's more of a zone guy in the end. But Who's this? Kyler Gordon from Washington. I'm surprised you didn't take Tyler Smith there because I think he's the strongest player in, in the draft. I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Smith won in the first round from uh, Tulsa. Tackle. Oh my god, look at all the good players left. Jesus. And quarterback. We only took one quarterback in the first? Yeah. yeah I don't know if that's happening. I feel like that's the most illegitimate 
thing of our draft is that only one quarterback <laughs> went. Well, we don't, we don't love them. I think none of them are really worthy first-round pick, you know? But there's years when they're none are, and then they just keep fucking – people keep picking them, you know? But yeah. sometimes it doesn't happen that way. 2010, only one quarterback went. Sam Bradford, first overall. EJ Manuel, only first-round quarterback in 2013. Sometimes. EJ Manuel. Yeah. Well, let's Oof. talk about this. I mean, I think that the, the Pats, what we got, Jordan Davis, right? That's who we ended up with. What is our biggest need going into the second round? And I would still think it's corner, but I hate the drop off after Elon. He's got especially all the people that we that they took. I know. And we took Kyler Gordon. I think that the drop off is pretty significant here. Don't love it. I might wait another round, try to get a Zion McCollum or someone like that. Yeah. Roger McCreary to me is a pure slot cover corner. And he's he's such he's so small is the problem with him. That's really his only limitation because I think he had the best grade as far as man-to-man coverage in the class. Um, oh wow! Why did he drop? Why is he dropping? He's just small. He's small. Sure. Yeah. He's an yeah. inside guy. Auburn guy too. You would know War Eagle. Oh yeah, heck yeah. War Eagle. He's a good player. Well, Auburn cornerbacks usually do pretty good. Usually do better than they're supposed to. Johnny Jones. But then there's, I think Patriots go with one of these linebackers or, you know, this Quay Walker guy, Leo Chanel. I, I don't know, though. I don't know. I do love Leo Chanel in the second round. I think I mentioned that earlier on the pod, but... Um, I wouldn't mind that uh, Alabama receiver, what's his name? Also kind of hurt. Mackey in the second? I don't know. Is that too high? It's too high. I think it's too high in the second. I think in the third, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, he's got an injury, too, that he's bringing in. I think it's an ACL tear. Um, really good route runner, so... I don't know, man. Receiver is weird with us. Christian Watson's still on the board. Uh, it's George, it's going George tackle. George Tackles. Pickens. George Pickens, yep. Uh, tackle I could see us going with. One of these huge mammoths at tackle. Yeah. Who's left there at tackle? Abraham Lucas is good. Uh, Gadecki probably moves to guard. Yeah. You still, we still have uh, Tyler Smith on the board, but he'd probably go. Yeah, he'll probably be good. Yeah. yeah, I guess tackle, linebacker. I mean, if you get a D tackle, that shores some things up. That's kind of it, right? Cornerback. Yeah, maybe court, corner. Corner, guard. if you can get it. I, I'm all for I, – I don't mind getting some later cornerbacks and seeing what they can do because we've spent <laughs> so much capital on these top, you know, top two and round two and three. It just doesn't work out for us. I don't know what it is. Yeah, really it's been since Logan Ryan that we drafted a good cornerback. Up Literally. To, up towards the top, really in the top three. Uh, Duke Dawson, Rosie Dowling. Um, I mean, they don't even make the t- Duke Dawson didn't even make it to year two. You know? <laughs> yeah. Jordan Richards was a safety, but he was absolutely terrible. Uh, Rosie Dowling, like you said, he only made it two years. Cyrus Jones only made it two years. He couldn't, he was supposed to be a punt returner, too. He couldn't do either. He okay. couldn't punt return or play corner. They didn't even play him at cornerback. He was a second round pick. Yeah. I don't love it, you know? But the, the Patriots do really well. Fourth, fifth, sixth round, seventh round. Exactly. That's why. That's I think where we're gonna find some value, some smaller school kid that nobody really knows about. That's our wheelhouse for that stuff. I think. I think they have to do better in the second and third round because I mean, there's been a lot of misses over the years. Yeah. In the second and third round. That's really our weakness. We don't need running back, so we shouldn't go there. But we might. Eh, there's not that much talent right there. I'm happy there's no tight end. I mean, yeah, let's get a D tackle, another defender. And um, alignment, offensive line. There you Might go. Be, maybe receiver if there's there's someone there. We will see. Yeah, we will see. that was a, a fun 
mock draft. That was, that, was, that was a good time. We should save yeah, it, see how gonna, close it goes. Yeah, so how do we save this? Can someone save this? <laughs> I, yeah, we sure. got them on the podcast. We just listen to it back and be like, hey, we were wrong there, we were wrong there. Exactly. So, you're never right. And, and the other thing about the NFL draft is I feel like you look back at past NFL drafts, you were high on this guy, you were high on that guy. Half of them suck. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Absolutely. Half of them you never even hear about. Especially a draft like this where there's no clear-cut number ones. I feel like this has busts written all over it for a lot of guys. It's a crapshoot, man. You just do the best you can. You scout. and We'll see, you know? Yeah. But I know every fan base is going to be happy, or at least of the 24 <laughs> fan bases that have first-round picks. They're all going to be happy at the end of the night on Thursday. Ooh, look at this shiny new toy that we got. We got the look guy, yeah. All <laughs> the stuff we got. Yep, yep. yep. We'll say for JJ, we're better on the run now. Yes. Which is great because we've gotten we've gotten gashed against the run so many times. You it's know, frustrating too because even the worst running teams were running on us last year. It was like they want the, to the Tennessee game. Derrick Henry was out. JJ went to go get something to eat, and this fucking nobody <laughs> runs for like a sixty-three yard touchdown. Yeah, you know, literally, he was an absolute nobody. Comes in, he was a big guy, and then actually ended up having a good season after that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Miami ran on us. Miami has run on us when they really haven't had a running game. There's nothing more infuriating than just seeing a team, you know, press their will against you. And you're just like, well, isn't it? Yeah. If you have another guy grabbing double teams from Barmore, too, oh, baby. Yeah. So let's hope Jordan Davis lasts that long. Because yep. he he's, he's the one for interior defensive lineman. What did he run? The draft. He ran a 4.78. Four seven eight, and he's three hundred and forty plus pounds. Six six, yeah. That's fucking scary. He's a new freak. I would be terrified. Imagine him beating you in a race. Imagine him running forty. Probably yards beat all of us in a race. Oh, he would torch us. <laughs> Imagine if he actually had the yards. He would be out for like three series after that. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It's all right. They'll get him on the program. He'll get a little leaner. He'll be a fucking freak. Not too much leaner, just better condition. That's yeah, what we exactly. Want. Okay. Well, I think I think we covered it. Uh, thank you guys for for doing the the mock draft and uh, making the Patriots fun. better like virtually. That, that was yeah. Ryan's uh, plan to add that. That was a really good. Really good addition. I had fun. That was, that good, was good stuff. That's awesome, guys. I appreciate you guys doing it. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for, for listening. If you want to hear or re- read more about my uh, NFL draft picks, go to nfldrafthead.com. We got it all broken down from this year and, and previous years going all the way back to 2010. So a wealth of, of uh, information, of nonsensical information, if you want to read over it. But uh, thanks, everybody, for go. listening. And, um, yeah, enjoy draft season. We're almost there. Three more days. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it after draft. Heck yeah. Absolutely. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. See ya.